Welcome, welcome back. Where is is my this not on? You hear it? Can you hear me? No. Can't hear myself either. <laughs> I hear you. There it is. There it is. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. That was different. Good start. Good yeah, start. Yeah. <laughs> no, no idea what happened there, but uh lost a lost a little sound there for a second. Anyway. Welcome back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt. With me, as always, is my cousin Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm so very excellent. How are you? I am wonderful. If I was any better, I would be you. Oh. Yeah, it's no doubt. I feel like that's how I always react to that, because I don't really know what else to say, so I just go, oh. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's about how I feel. <laughs> Uh, if you're friends with us on Facebook, you can catch us here live every Wednesday, 1030, uh, or catch us on all your favorite platforms Thursday morning. When you wake up, we are on YouTube, Apple podcast, Castbox, uh, SoundCloud. You can catch Adam on Twitter at Adam Schmidt 44. And I'm at sick with it, which I still, I, I, I still got to figure out how to do the tweeting. I'm, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the best tweeter. I just don't think about it. Uh, I don't like. I don't. I don't think anybody gives three craps about what I have to say. But you know, there you go. If you want to follow us and get very little on your timeline, go right ahead. Nobody really cares about what anybody has to say on there, so it's not like anybody cares less about what you have to say than anybody else. So sure. Just throw it on there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I, I care, buddy. I yeah, care about you what you have to I don't say. believe that for a second. I, I don't do. believe it for a second. All right. Yeah, let's see. You can uh, also catch us on Facebook. Search Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Uh, please, however you listen, hit the subscribe button. Hit us up with some comments. Uh, we got nosebleedsports.com coming soon, hopefully, if I can ever, we can ever figure out how the internet works <laughs> and how to design a web page. We'll be there for that. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun and interesting. Um, so Adam, we got a big show today, brother. Yes, we do. We got big things going on in college basketball already. And conference play hasn't even started. The NFL is getting tighter. Uh, we get closer to the end of the season. There, crazy finish in Miami the other night, oh my where gosh. Uh, Miami oh my Miami th- uh, does the old hook and ladder play to take down take down new england which was an absolute blast to watch anytime you get to see new england lose like that it's always fun (laughs) well i don't care if it's new england or not but the play that doesn't work 99.99 percent of the time worked you hear all these guys talking about it and all these former former uh nfl players saying yeah you know you you run that every week at the end of the week in shorts and a t-shirt and you just have fun you try to get it to a lineman so they can run down there's no (laughs) defense just have fun with it. And uh, it's Kenyon Drake. Is that his name? He, sure. Boy. He had – what what set it off was there was, a, there was an offensive guard who came down, and they were – they were uh, I think Ted something anyway. He went down, made a huge block. But what I think did it was he made a fake pitch. He faked the lateral. Everybody bit on it, and he just took off. It was beautiful. I yeah, love it. Very nice. Uh, so was, I, it, was it Ted Turner? Uh, Ted Turner might have been who it was, yeah. Was uh, it Ted Danson? I feel like it would have been Ted Turner if it was the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. You're probably right. Isn't he an Atlanta guy? Yeah. Was it Turner Ted Danson? Uh, might have been. Yeah, okay. Ted Danson. I feel like, uh, yeah, cheers, cheers, Ted Danson. Yeah. yeah. Was it Teddy Ruxpin? 
<laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. Just no trying idea. All the, trying all the Teds. No idea. All right. We also got baseball winter meetings we're going to go over. And, of course, we got the NBA season where my Lakers are 15-5 and five over the last 20 games. LBJ bringing it in. We got plenty to talk about, about LeBron and KD later on. My we'll, Lakers. My Lakers, baby. Hey, why not? You can have them. I'll take them. I will take them. I'm excited. I'm excited for a Lakers-Raptors finals this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sure. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it's going to be tonight's matchup, Raptors-Golden State Warriors, going on right now. That that could be. And we'll check in with that game a little bit later. We will. See what's going on with that. Um, Speaking of NBA, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast does a – we got a poll every week uh, this this poll is officially over. It is a tournament of sorts. It's a tournament of sorts. The finals is completed. And Alfred Payton takes down Alfred Payton in the umbrella hair mm-hmm. takes down Lonnie Walker the fourth with his floating hat. Yes. In the worst NBA hairstyles uh nosebleed sports podcast poll. Yep. How about that? Yep. So That's congratulations it. to Alfred Payton, man. That's a big deal to win this. Blew him out in the, <clears throat> in the championship. Blew him out. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Don Mossy, you know, uh, Don Mossy and, and Willie McGee, who went at it and tied in the ugliest Major League Baseball player uh, poll that we had, now joining them is Alfred Payton. Next week we'll try to get something new for you and uh, get back into that. Uh, all right, so before we get into sports today – I want to talk about real-life situations. Okay. Uncomfortable things that happen to you in everyday life. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what has happened to you lately <clears throat> that's been, uh, been a little nasty or a little funny? Um, I have, I'm glad you said nasty because this is, this is gross. Um, so a lot of people don't like feet, right? Feet, oh, are, yeah. feet, feet are, are gross. Feet are gross. Um, Nobody likes feet. Okay, so mine aren't. Mine aren't, I don't think, hideous, but they're not attractive whatsoever. They're not attractive whatsoever. So, for whatever reason, the second toe on both of my feet, but they're not attractive. (laughs) I Uh, do that every time. (laughs) Curve curve out pretty badly. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they're very disfigured and uh, disformed. And it looks gross. And it actually has made the rest of the toes after that on down to the pinky toe kind of like curve out a little bit because it's like put pressure on them and over the years they've they all kind of like curve out a little bit um but the second one on each foot pretty equally almost like not quite a 90 degree angle but but pretty badly curve out um so i was playing basketball the other night right and uh nothing new nothing new um (laughs) And I didn't, I guess I didn't realize because I don't pay that close attention to it all the time. It's just not, it's just one of those things I don't really think about. I I guess I didn't cut my toenails in a while, (laughs) which is only the beginning of how disgusting this is. Um, So stay, so if if you really hate feet and you're disgusted by this, turn your, uh, turn your uh, volume up a little bit. Keep it on. Turn your volume up a little bit. Keep going. Let's hear what happened with this. So you got long nails on a crooked toe. Long nails on on a crooked toe. And I get, so I get home from playing basketball, right? I didn't, I I didn't feel it. My, my, my feet and my legs always hurt. So 
I didn't think anything of it. So I'm even like, I get home, I stretch real good because I'm having all these problems with my legs and everything. I'm kind of like sitting around for a few minutes. So finally I get up to go get a shower, right? Take my socks off. I'm in the bathroom. I look down, blood on both of my feet, on both of my toes, <laughs> where the toenail on the second toe made a, the, the exact same cut into my third toe <laughs> on both feet. So I had the exact same cut on the exact same toe, same amount of blood. It looked like identical, like I did it on purpose somehow. <laughs> um, so long toenails on disfigured Look, hey. toes, cut into my other toes and make them bleed. Uh, so I hope you, I uh, hope you're not eating. While That's you're listening this is this. this is everyday life things that happen to people all the time. They just people just don't talk about it, you know. And and bloody feet, that's pretty gross. But I think I can <laughs> I think I can one up you. Really? Yes, I think I can one up you. Grosser than that. Grosser for sure. More than gross that. than that. More gross, grosser, however you Mr. want to put it. Mr. Grosser <laughs> than that. Listen, I, I'm a pretty nasty dude and I got no problem telling you how nasty it is. All right, so uh the I, I'm 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 a salesman and I, I drive around all day. That's kinda what I do. I had a guy a long time ago who uh told me it'd be a good idea. To always keep a change of clothes in your car. You spill coffee on yourself, blah, blah, blah. Always have a change, you know, drawers, socks, shirt, pants, the whole nine yards. Great advice. Great advice. Uh, so <clears throat> I found out why that was great advice okay. the other day. Oh. So it, so it all starts out in the morning. You ever had one of those mornings? Well, you probably hadn't because you don't you don't drink draft beer ever but sometimes <laughs> you drink some draft beer and you get these real loud smelly farts in the morning but you can just let them rip for a minute and they go i had some good farts going in the morning it was awesome oh i love big loud farts okay. love it <laughs> sure. i'm like i'm like a five-year-old kid crack up it's so funny yeah they're pretty funny they are so anyway i am in the car and i was like ooh, huh I think I got to drop a deuce on the way about an hour from the house, stop in a Kroger's, drop a deuce, go to the, go to my, go to my stop, uh, talk to the guys I got, you know, hang out about an hour from the house. Remember okay. heading home or not heading home, heading to the next place and call into the office. And as I'm on the phone, I decide I'm going to let one of these farts go. Mm -hmm. The old never trust a fart. That is no joke. Oh. I am on the phone with this guy, and I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I just shipped my pants. <laughs> oh. And I'm not talking about the Kmart my commercial. goodness. I totally crapped my pants right there it, driving on a major highway on the way down the road. It was, the, it was hilarious. So... Obviously, I didn't follow the guy's advice and put a pair of <laughs> drawers and pans in my car. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the car, and I have my butt lifted up off the seat. <laughs> oh, my. Clenched, clenched gluteus because, you know, just let a bubble out. But it was a wet bubble. It wasn't. It <laughs> oh, my. And I'm clenched. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do at this point in time. So driving, you know, 60 miles an hour or whatnot, I managed to get my pants off. Okay. While you're driving? While I'm driving. No way. I then am able to get my underwear off without getting myself nasty. It was a you know a little spot in there. Proceed to wipe my ass while I'm driving with 
my underwear, the dry, clean parts of the underwear, get that back over, throw the pants back on, able to get back home, get myself some drawers. I even changed my pants too. And I hope I got and went back on my way. Totally cleaned myself up. Everything good to go on the way. It was it was a it was it was a wonderful experience and I will forever have a pair of I now have wipes, baby wipes in my car now. See, Since then yeah, that's I now have uh, a pair two pairs of underwear and a pair of pants in <laughs> two my car. Pairs. Listen, hey. Having that happen would make you That happens once, you brother. You're going you're going to make sure you have a second pair with you all the time. So yeah, the old Kmart commercial I can ship my pants. You can ship your pants anywhere you want. I did it right in my car. Ship with a P. Ship, ship with, with a P. P. Yeah, ship you. with I a P. You. Yeah, it's a funny like... commercial. So yeah, that is that? that is the that is an event of a <laughs> lifetime. There, I mean, that may never happen again in your life. Can I say the skill it takes to get, continue 65, 60, 65 miles an hour with cars on either side, making sure that you are either forward enough or behind enough to somebody can't see you in there with your pants off got my pants off and my drawers wiped wiped my butt (laughs) and put my pants back on all while continuing to drive i have so many questions for you go ahead whatever you got i'm 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 a i'm an open book number one you are not just a professional salesman you are a professional driver uh, and that was evidenced by if you what can you just wipe explained. your butt while you drive. If you can take your pants off while you drive. See, I've been doing that forever, though. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Okay, that sounds weird. I used to all the time have to go straight from work to softball or to like a basketball game or something, and I would change in the car on the way there because I was always going hundred miles an hour trying to get to the game. So I'd have to put my jock strap on and everything. So I got to get completely down, put my sliding shorts on, jock strap, all while driving. So you don't do that in the restroom of the place you are leaving from. You do that while you are driving, <laughs> See, which, it may, time, which might be worse than texting while you're driving. How? No, man, I'm I'm a professional. I'm a, I'm a, I get I'm a you because you can because you can <clears throat> you are uh, you can keep your eyes on the road and change your pants. Yeah, I can keep time. my eyes on the road, ship my pants, call in <laughs> yes, an order, you can. call in an order. Wipe, take my pants off, get pants back. I can do it all, really. Let, here's the next question. Okay. You are you took your pants <laughs> off and wiped your behind yeah. it, while driving a car. Yeah. Which I'm I'm astonished by. With I'm, said I'm, with said underwear that already had a crap mark in them. <laughs> mark, you call it a mark. Mm. It was, a, it was a bubble. It was a bubble. It was a bubble. Was a bubble. There's a little, which is there's even a more disgusting. It was, little, was a little juice in you there. You just called it a bubble with some juice, and that is about the most disgusting way to describe uh, what came out. So, yeah. but my question is, um, a any any big truck, any semi truck, a van, anything? Well, you drive an SUV. I do. Yes. So so you're not like real low. You're not in a compact car or anything. But there are vehicles. Where they have drivers and passengers that are above where you are. One hundred percent. There's trucks on this road all the time. I was on. I am like I said. I have. I can avoid. And I had my coat. I'd already taken my coat off, so I can at that point in time, if need be, truck coming up or I got to pass something. I'd throw the coat over top, continue going, 
people look in, it just looks like I got a coat on my lap. Do you have one of those self-driving cars? Yeah, my knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I self-drive my car with my knee. You drove with a with a foot on the gas, a knee on the steering wheel, and you and you buck and you naked. Ch- not buck naked. I had a shirt on, but yeah, <laughs> naked from the waist down, wiping you, my butt because I just pooped my pants. And you changed your own diaper while you were driving. Yeah, that's that's a skill that I I number one have never even really thought about, but number two. Am just blown away. I, I'm just blown away that you that I'm you are that, that skilled. That, but I'm not talking about. Okay, so so you mentioned it. So you could throw a coat over the top or whatever. Yeah, and that's what you did. Yeah, because I feel like you are a guy that wouldn't care anyway. Uh, you want to see the good. Honestly, see the honestly, goods. I don't. I'm just trying not to get arrested at this point in time. No, that's a good. That's you know a good what I mean? Point. Like yeah, I'm. No, I'm this is a public deal. I really don't care. I'm. You yeah. know, I go up to the urinal. Somebody walks up next to me. I got no idea. If you want to look at this little thing, peek over the top. I don't care. Because because because, <laughs> number twoing in your car is is a, 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 an offense that um when? that's that well, is hey, listen, that requires and if, the cop and if I would have two to four jail, years in jail hey. for for listen uh, for a, a a squirt in the car. I can't tell you. I I can't tell you. I think I was about four or five years old last time I pooped my pants. Yeah. And now I can honestly say I was 35 years old and it was a week less than a week ago. Monday to be exact. That's a that's a beautiful story. When was story. the last time you dropped a deuce in your drawers? Or even just a little ooh when that you try to pinch that thing off real quick and you you're know, like, "Oh, I missed it." Ooh. And I didn't miss it, buddy. I missed it by a, <laughs> by a bit. It wasn't like I just had a skid mark. You had, I had a, some flavor had a, in there, you dude. A, you had, <laughs> had some a, flavor had a, in there. You had a juice bubble. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little. It was. It was a. Holy it smokes! Was, this is the most disgusting thing we've ever talked about. Um, but I'm. But I'm just still so. I'm just amazed by the whole thing. Yeah. By by the fact that it happened, by by how you, by how you took care of it, the skill to drive and to change. I just the the thing that you know. The, there's no skill in driving your car and changing your pants. The skill comes in wiping your butt that you just pooped in your drawers in while driving. With the same ones that you went the, in. Exactly. And making sure that your hand was in a clean spot, number one. And number two, you're wiping with a clean spot. All while keeping your eyes on the road, 60 miles an hour, no <laughs> pants on. I'm telling you. That's, uh, boy, I mean, that's, let me ask you this. Okay. That's a that's a different sensation wiping with the fabric of some draws than wiping with some toilet paper. Did that feel better, worse? How 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 did I got to tell you, man. Lately, you know, I got you a were five, just so... I got a five year old that's been that's been uh, you know we got these flushable wipes for him. Half the time I use those now, so yeah. To be there's nothing that beats that. It's the cleanest my buttocks has ever felt. You know, I bought some of those a while ago, and st- they've been on the back of my toilet, just f- there, ready to go. Yeah, I still have not tried Dude, them. You got to. You. I've your heard great rear things. end has never felt cleaner. Yeah, I'm gonna have to man. give it a go. Give it a go. Used it today. Use them today. I, I'm gonna have to. But yeah. I can tell you that your your like I had a pair of boxer briefs on the boxer brief material. Just like, just like toilet paper. Okay. Maybe a little softer. I don't so know. So cotton. It's like, I, it's like a cotton, honest, probably. I was, uh, so, I was so focused on the road that I really couldn't tell you exactly how the wipe felt. I just know it cleaned. It did its job. And, and you focused. I mean, that's a that's a lot of paperwork there. 
um, you know, that's uh, if it's a if you're in a situation like that yeah. where it's a it's 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 a little on the uh, viscous side where it's a little wet. Yeah. Um, that's not like a one little wipe and you're good. Uh, oh no! A, a oh standard, no, no, no! A standard number two. It was a wipe, a fold, a wipe, and then a fold, and then a wipe and a crumble into a ball. <laughs> throw on the floor of the passenger side. Jeez. <laughs> you threw it on the floor? What am I gonna do with oh, it? Oh god! I got those plastic you mud gotta... mats. Fine. <laughs> oh. I rinse them off. Oh, I will never be in your car again. I'll never be in your car. Yeah. I have to. I'm gonna have to sit in the back seat. If I ever get you, you don't want to know what's been in the back. Oh God, I'm sorry. All right, I'm gonna ride on the roof. There you go. Uh, we're gonna reinvent the scene in Teen Wolf where he's right where he's standing on top of the van. <laughs> all right, so so that's I just wanted to get that out there because I I don't feel like I feel like that's happened to more people. If this has happened to you and you're listening to this podcast, if you've ever let a fart go and oops, it was a little too much and you dropped a turd in your drawers. <laughs> Driving like I did, or just in general, throw a comment in on the sec- in, in on this. Yeah, let let's let's get together and not be embarrassed by it. See, it's, that's it's, that's it, the thing. Let me let me tell you that anybody, most people that that would happen to, not only would they not tell anyone. I mean, they sure wouldn't broadcast it on a podcast, bro, dude. I called. Listen. I called, I was, well, I was on the phone with one guy. The best part is the guy I was on the phone with immediately said to me, he goes, huh, I keep a pair, I keep a pair of underwear in my car all the time in case that happens. <laughs> awesome. I should have listened to this guy a long time ago and kept drawers in my car. Instead, I had to go home and get a new pair of drawers. Anyway, uh, I ended up calling, I called probably five or six people cracking up. About you, it. you called me. And I, I think ca- I missed your call. I called. I was calling people as I was wiping. <laughs> oh my I was God. Go, I was doing the hey Siri call. <laughs> okay, so and so because you ran out of hands and you ran <laughs> out of limbs to take care I'm of. Very, I'm very. I'm a very. I, listen, I don't like to text and drive and stuff. You know, I can wipe and drive, but I like to use the the hands free whenever I can. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm a safe as driver. A, as a salesperson, I I'm imagine most people would. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're a, you're a safe driver. You're you're a smelly driver. Uh, the car didn't stink as bad as I thought it would. Is that right? No, it didn't smell did as you, bad as I thought. Did it you would. drive around with the windows down the rest of the day? Not the rest of the day, but it was no. no I, I think I had the heat on. Did you drive? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you hot boxed yourself in there. One hundred percent. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, I, I totally did. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh. Hey, look. I smell it right now just talking about this. Well, I, I don't want to get too deep into this. I just want you <laughs> okay. to leave a comment if it's we're we're twenty minutes in, man. We we just I just want you to leave a comment if this has happened to you. That's, That's all I'm asking. Because I feel like we should we should we should get out there and 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 embrace embrace in your pants not trusting as an adult. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying like somebody, you know, drops an entire crap. So so the guy who told me to do this, what happened to him was he had had some bad grub the night before, drove from Louisville to Dayton for a presentation, mm. did the presentation, went to Home Depot parking lot to get a quick little nap because he didn't feel good, woke up, <laughs> woke up to a load in his oh my whole gosh. car, completely blew his whole car. What? Away. Yeah. How does that even happen? I don't know. He should have crapped himself in the car. You can't. You. I mean. Hey, listen, it happens to the best of us. Comment. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, like, subscribe, get in here, and, and we'll go from there. All right. Uh, I think. Uh, Speaking I th- of crappy, let's talk about. Yeah, the let's bangles. talk about the Bengals. <laughs> We're only going to do this real quick because we do picks every week. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and throw our picks out there. Uh, let everybody let everybody not take anything we do. Adam, how did we do last week? Well, uh, you will be happy to know that I gained a game. You gained no. You gained two games. Yeah, I'm right back in this thing. You were two and one. I was zero oh and three on the week, um, which brings our totals to twenty one and eighteen on the season for me. Thirteen and twenty six for you. But your 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 arrows up. Your arrows How pointing up. How many wins up. do you have? I have twenty one. And I'm thirteen. You have thirteen. We have three weeks left. There are three weeks left. All right, let's do this. That's. I mean, you got to go over, and I got to get them all. You can't. So. You can't. Out. Yeah, I can. So, oh yeah, I got yeah, nine, yeah. I got nine we're, games. I got we're here. At, uh, you're right. You're I right. get the twenty two. So eight. I yeah, get the so twenty two. It's, it's an eight. And you you right. lay an egg. Yep. Oh, every week. All right, yep. let's do it. Come All on. Right. I'm feeling even more confident about that now that uh, we figured that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to <laughs> shave my face because this crosstown shootout we're going to talk a little bit. I'm losing bets left and right. All right, what do we what do we got here? <laughs> All right, so do you want I'm me to go, go first? first? No, go I'm first? going first. You go first. And I'm, uh, I'm going first, and I'm starting with tomorrow. Tomorrow's game, I'm taking the Chargers minus – or the Chiefs minus three and a half at home. This, uh, this Chiefs team is going to blow the Chargers out. Chargers almost lost to – a Bengals team that's absolutely horrible and with 13 penalties or something ridiculous like that, uh, that I'm taking the Chiefs at home. Uh, also, I am going to take um, Tampa Bay in Baltimore plus seven and a half. It's just too much. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's. I, I still think Baltimore wins that game, but seven and a half is too much. For me, uh, I'm gonna take the hook on that, and uh, then we'll we'll finish it out. I really need to start looking at these <laughs> beforehand. Uh, let's see who we got here. All right, let's uh, let's go with man. I'm gonna take Philly against the Rams plus ten and a half. God, that's the spread ten and a half. That's where it's at right now. Yeah. So what do you got? Okay. For me, I also have the Chiefs. Okay. The minus three and a half. Uh, I've got Seattle at San Francisco. Uh, five and a half point favorite Seattle. I'm taking them. Detroit at Buffalo. Uh, Detroit is a two and a half point underdog at Buffalo. So I'm going to take the D- Detroit to win the game. Okay. So obviously gotcha. cover that. Cover so, it. All right. Uh, there it is. Kansas City, Seattle, Detroit for me. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia for you. So that pretty much uh, kills you, kills me. All you have to do is take the same teams. I need you to lay. Uh, well, best we can do is tie now. That's true. I should. I should get. You shouldn't have even said that because I might have not even thought about the strategy. <clears throat> That's Maybe all I'll right. Just do that. You're from now you're on. picking first for now on. Uh, okay. The rest of the way out. <laughs> I picked first anyway because I wrote them down. Ahead yeah, that's of time. true, and I didn't. <laughs> All right, and and you know what? To be honest with you, I don't know how much football I want to talk today. I don't want to talk about the Bengals. We'll talk about the Bengals end of the season. This team is not. It, this isn't even a Bengals team. They're they're they have was it fifteen guys on IR or eleven guys on IR right now? Yeah. You look out there. I mean, their offense and defense, especially their defense, isn't even the same team that you would see normally out there from the beginning of the year when they really look like a pretty decent football team beginning of this year. So I'm not going to talk. We're not going to talk about them. 
We'll bring Andre, our, uh, the Locked On Bengals writer, on into the season. We can kind of look forward to next year. <laughs> That's all we can do now. Yeah, and uh, and go from there. So let's just go ahead and skip into my favorite game of the year. The Crosstown Shootout was last week. Yes, it was. Um, last Saturday, and it was my it's my favorite game of the year. But you know, we got UC's got to win a couple. You know, to make it, if you if if the other you know if if both teams don't win here and there, then it's not even a rivalry. The problem is, I can't even say that anymore because now they've won two out of the last three. And the overall, I think it's like fifty-one thirty-five. Yeah, it's overall, we talking like ten. You know, ten years is is my sure. That's my can, that's my limit. You can spin it any way you want to, you and take any any way you want. Era. That's exactly <laughs> take whatever right. era you want. <laughs> What's that called when you choose stats to prove your point? You can choose any stat. I, I can find a stat to prove my point. I can almost guarantee it. Sure. So anyway, uh, it's it sucked, man. It, it, that that UC defense, if they could play defense like that every game. They could be a legit team, and Cumberland decides to, to score and not be scared of, of shooting. <laughs> and that Williams kid plays like that all year. I mean, this is they a, have so far, right? And this is a this is a that UC team. I I hope for UC's sake that they're better than they thought they were going to be, which is where I'm at I, as an X fan. We you know, we we knew that we weren't going to be great losing five guys from last year and three the three seniors we got never played for Xavier before mm-hmm. so it's you know it it is what it is we lost the game i'm excited for next year or the year after but i'm i i'm i really am excited for uc because that defense is something that i've never seen before yeah it looked like it was 7 on 5 yeah that's and that's been that's been mixed calling card Mick Cronin's calling card is is defense and he's really got these guys playing really, really hard on defense. And we talked about it last week, and that's I I expected that. Um, and and it did. It was a defensive game, uh, 62-47. I mean, they held Xavier to 47 points, and that's what you're. I mean, that's what you expect out of this UC team because they're not they're not a great scoring team, but they do have a couple guys. And I I'm that Keith Williams kid. I really like him a lot. Apparently, he was a four star recruit. I, I I looked that up the other day. He was a four star recruit. This kid, <clears throat> he's a sophomore. Correct. Yeah, I believe so. This is a kid that that's expected to come in and make make a difference right away. So, yeah, I mean, if this kid can can, he's a great athlete. Really good. He's athlete. He's an incredible yes. athlete. Uh, and when was the last time you saw a guard that could dunk consistently for UC? Yeah, that's over six foot. He can get I mean, tip dunks too. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's that a, athlete, yeah. he's very athletic. I really, I really, you know, I hope that works out for him because they need somebody besides one guy that can score. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mick Cronin does a great job uh, at coaching defense. The one thing that it, so I, I, Mick Cronin annoys me anyway, yeah. right? I can't stand Mick. Me he, too. Me he, too. Uh, I, I can't stand the way he gets. He just reams his guy. If you, I feel like that team could be a much better offensive team, but they're scared to shoot because if you miss a shot, it's almost like he pulls you off and just is irate and screaming at you on the bench. He does it twelve times a game. It looks like those guys are scared to shoot half the time, and. I think I, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of UC. I watch them a few times. You know, I'll probably watch them ten or twelve games this year, especially the Crosstown Shootout, which just happened. But I feel like this team could be a much better offensive team if he would just give the guys the opportunity to play. I, I don't feel. I feel like they're a little scared. That's that's why I'm going with this. 
have a yeah have a little bit longer leash maybe and and or just just not be it does look that's it bothers me a lot too that he just looks insanely angry constantly like he just looks like he's just so even when he talks to his assistant coaches it looks like he's screaming and cussing them out the whole time he might not be it might just be his demeanor it it might just be the the look you know some people just have a you just have a look you see him from a distance and you're like oh i don't like that person for this reason yeah just the way he looks or the way he he carries himself whatever and it just looks it looks that way it does um and i obviously i'm not i don't I can't hear what he's saying or anything, but yeah, it, it bothers me a lot too that he just always looks really mad about everything he, all the time. Because this team is talented; they got they it got is. really good players. Uh, Justin Jennifer is a is is a uh, the opposite of a turnover machine. I mean, the guy takes care of the ball as good as anybody any point guard in in uh, college basketball. Uh, Second, Kane Broom, yeah. Kane Broom. Now that they've put him out there with Jennifer and let him be his natural uh, two spot, that kid, ha- I mean, he's that's a, another guy that can be a scorer. He can, can be a scorer. I feel yeah. like I feel like since he's got to UC, that be, when he got to UC was it last year as a as a junior transfer or whatever he was. I feel like when he got to UC, he was talked about as this big scorer, but he was constantly getting yelled at, and he looks like he's reluctant to shoot. Cumberland even looked reluctant half the time. And we get that kid. That kid can kid can play. Mm-hmm. This Williams kid can play. I hope that Mick doesn't scare Keith Williams into n- not being the athlete that he is. Well, he's. I mean, yeah, he's gonna have to. It's they. They have to score. Obviously, um, they don't have to score a lot most of the time because they're so good defensively. But they do have to score. So yes, I mean, you're gonna. He's gonna figure that out though. If if, if that's the reason. If they don't score a lot because they're worried about taking a shot and missing or whatever, uh, you know, and getting yelled at, then he's going to have to figure that out, that that's the reason. But either way, UC, very good defensively. They're going to they're gonna win. They have a, a, um, a big test coming up. I think it's Mississippi State on Saturday. Yep. They're a top 25 team. So another good, another good test for them. They had Ohio State first game. Xavier's probably the next best team they've played so far, and then Mississippi State will be will be another big test here uh, coming up. So we'll see how they handle them. And, um, and, and it'll not, be interesting. It will be, and I'm and I'm not 100 percent worried about Xavier. Uh, I, you know, is it are they a tournament team? They're going to be a, a borderline tournament team towards the end. This is just a team that needs time to get together. They've proven that they can play together. They took uh, you know number nine Auburn into overtime. Uh, who played ended up playing really well against Duke the very next day. They 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 have potential. They've got some good athletes. They just got to learn how to play together, mm-hmm. and they're not there yet. It's it's basically like playing with five six brand new guys on the team, and they're getting you games that I've gotten to see Xavier play. I've been pretty disappointed, and I the the ones that I saw them play, um, they do not look like a tournament team at all to me. They look very bad defensively. Najee Marshall is a guy that I expected to really break out this year, and he is not—he has not been that good. Um, he shot the ball terrible uh, against UC. He's been—he was really sick for for uh, about a week. Okay, and I and I don't like to make excuses because he has—he hasn't been the—he hasn't been as aggressive as he needs to be. Um, I thought I thought he I thought Jones Tyreek Jones would be a lot better. I like the way he rebounds the ball, but that's about it so far. I mean, I really that's all, no Tyreek. 
No, I, I I expected a lot more at him. I honestly did. Quentin Gooden's been all right. Um, I, I th- you know he's gonna he he's got to be your like point guard leader though. You know he's got to be better than he's been. Um, I don't know. I I, I just they had enough guy. They have enough guys back yeah. that played some minutes, some decent minutes, and some a few here and there, but got some time in games last year that I thought they were going to be better than what I've seen so far. Now I didn't get to see them play against Auburn and I know Auburn's a good team and they, and they took them to overtime and all that. Um, and they played a couple other pretty good teams, but for right now, the, the games that I have seen, I've watched Xavier play. They have disappointed me a lot. And I, I, I'm hoping that you're right. You're saying, you know, they just need some time to, to, mesh a little bit better with each other right they do right, have right. you know three guys that are playing pretty decent minutes that are seniors that are transfers this year um so maybe that's the case um and and they've got to somebody's got to get into them about playing defense though because they are not good oh no this, right this is it's funny because travis Steele, when he first got hired said that he wanted to uh he wanted his this first team to be one of the best defensive teams Xavier's ever had this is one of the worst yes. defensive teams I've ever seen in my life. No help. I've never seen a team with that had like if somebody gets beat and there's a guy on the opposite block, they just stand there and watch the guy lay it in or dunk. They don't there's no movement, no there, there's no rotation involved whatsoever. Uh it, it's it, it's but like I said, man, I think this is you got a you got a brand new coaching staff. You have five brand new players, except for your head coach. He's been there. Everybody's there. Everybody that's yeah, there but has he's never been a head coach game. before. I mean, sitting sitting in that number two seat and being the man is a big difference. It and is. he's got to learn. When Chris right. Chris Max first three years, there was a lot of Xavier fans that didn't think he was going to work out. I and felt this that way guy, about Sean Miller. In both of those, both of them, Sean Miller and. Chris Mack both ended up having great careers at Xavier, yeah. going on to much higher profile jobs, especially Chris Mack now. So, yeah, I mean, it's I I I feel like it's it's, it's we, if you're a Xavier fan, you just got to calm down, uh, be patient. We've got a little spoiled over the past three years, and move on. We, two years from now, we got a great recruiting class coming in next year. Two four star recruits. We got. In uh, in you know two years from now down the road, I think this could be a really fun uh, up and Xavier's become an up and down kind of offensive team, and I think that's what they're going to continue to be. They just got to learn how to play together. I'm with you on that. I'm with I you. apologize for losing uh, power there for a moment. I'm still a little flustered trying to get ourselves <laughs> back in where we need to be. Uh, but uh, yeah, we had a little a little little. Little extra crafting going on upstairs, and uh, <laughs> oh, is some, that heat, that was? some heat guns <laughs> that uh, blew some fuses. Apparently, it's on the same uh, breaker. Well, you did a very nice job recovering. That was uh, that was actually very quick. Yeah. So good job on that. So, Aaron, if you're listening right now and you're upstairs, feel free to turn the gun back on because I turned the heater off downstairs down here. <laughs> oh, the heater. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty the sure that was, bad boy is probably what did it. It was burning up my leg anyway, so good. I'm good. Good. All right. All right, so anyway, that's the Crosstown Shootout. It's over because the Xavier lost the Crosstown Shootout. The, uh, so not next week, but the week after, which will be the day after Christmas, I will have to be completely clean-shaven. My face will be as smooth as a baby's bottom. Mm. It's a tough <laughs> loss for me because I really hate doing that. So Right. I mean, you always have a beard. 
Always have some kind of beard, yes. As do I. So, yeah, that would have been devastating for me. Yeah. Um, but I think you don't mind it as much as I would have. No, like, no, I don't think so. I mean, I can done handle it. A it. Few times. Yeah, I, I like, but twice a year I go complete. I shave it all the way down anyway, See. so it's not a big deal. We'll and, I, right. and I've done it twice in about the last ten years. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so let's move on from here. Sticking with basketball. As I said, the Lakers are fifteen and five in their last twenty games. We do like to do a little thing on this show. We call the Big Three. Uh, we don't try to get too deep in the NBA, but there's whenever there's three nice stories out there, usually every week, we got three stories we want to get into. This week, we have three stories. Let's start it off. How do you want to start it off? We got three things going on that we want to get into. Where do you want to start? Let's start with uh, Kevin Durant. So last week, he was one of our big three, too, with his, um, his comments about what he thought about uh, the Lakers being able to attract another star to play with LeBron James. So there's a lot of there's been a lot of uh, guesswork about who's going to end up being there. You know, as soon as LeBron announced his plans to go there, everybody started talking about okay, who's the star that's going to join him? Because that's the way it goes now. You you get more you get two or three stars, big stars together now. That's the way that's the way LeBron's done it since the first time he left Cleveland. Um, so right. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, formerly until he signed the new contract, <laughs> um, a bunch of guys that they've talked about, you know, possibly going to play next year with LeBron. KD had some comments about that, how hard it is to Let's play with LeBron. Let's just say KD's not going to be a guy that goes to L.A. to play with LeBron. It doesn't sound like he is. However, it does sound like he might go somewhere to play with Kyrie Irving. He, it's one of two things. He either really likes Kyrie Irving and is trying to get on his good side so they can play together because he does better when he's got a really good – I mean, look at him with Steph Curry. I mean, those two play so well together when they're out there. So, yeah, a guy handling the ball who can also score, you know, pull double teams off you uh, and, and get you some open shots. Mm-hmm. At the same time, let you create when you need to create. So – uh which is and, – and KD and LeBron would never match well because they they almost play the same position. They don't play it the same way, mm-hmm. but they play the same position. So they wouldn't mesh well on a court anyway. So he's either really good buddies with him and trying to hook up with him, or he's finding the guy who – the one guy who came out and was like, forget LeBron, I'm doing this thing on my own. I got to get away from him, and is just making another hit at LeBron. And w- Which, if that's the case, KD – Get your burner accounts back out. <laughs> Start tweeting because people are going to be all over you for this. So so a little background. Kevin Durant in an interview this week, another interview. Um, this guy, for a for a big star, does a lot of interviews, does a lot of podcasts. Podcasts. Like, yeah, he's that, on these Yahoo, all these Yahoo podcasts all the time. A lot of guys, a lot of the big-time stars. I mean, KD's been considered the second-best player in the world for a while now. Yeah. And – well, obviously, guys don't, guys he, doesn't don't do see, he doesn't see himself as a – well, no. he might see himself as the second best player, but to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I think I, I think Kevin Durant feels like he's better than LeBron. Um, so, anyway, he didn't say anything about LeBron this week. But when asked, he did say all-time greats, MJ, Kobe, and he mentioned Kyrie in that conversation yes. too. Yes. Which was I, – I think just – I think people just asked 
who he enjoyed watching the most or something like that because it wasn't there's no way he says Kyrie Irving is there with MJ and, and the and, way that I understood it was it was there's nobody who is as good uh at, at hand, with handles handling the ball and scoring uh, on their own or whatever than Kyrie or not Kyrie than Michael and Kobe and then he also threw Kyrie in there for some reason right he said just the way they move uh, I don't understand why people don't realize what they're seeing in these three, uh, especially Jordan and Kobe. Kyrie is younger than me, and that's one of my best friends, so I watch his stuff. I get to play with Steph every day, so I know his game inside and out. But watching Kobe and Mike, I'm like, how do you not realize how good these dudes are? Let me stop right there real quick. Who doesn't realize? Does, do people say that? Especially Michael, there is, is not that no great, or that like, has ever said that. And I think most, there a lot of people hate Kobe, but there are a lot of people that understand that Kobe is an all-time great too. Exactly, and he's right up there with you know the top two or three, probably at least shooting guards of all time. Um, so, but Durant talked about MJ and Kobe, and his quote was, "How do you not say they're by far better than anybody who's played the game?" So I've heard that plenty of times about Jordan, but Kobe to put Michael and Kobe kind of on the same plane and then put them by far better than anybody else who's played. I don't, I don't, agree I don't with, agree with that. I don't know. Any, I don't think anybody really agrees with it. And once again, here's the thing though, this guy is on a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is overreaction Monday crap. Cause as right. much as as much as KD's been getting on my nerves, this dude's sitting on a podcast. Somebody asks him a question, and he just starts talking. Do you think he really thinks that? I don't think he really thinks that. I think in his head, it's just coming out and it's spitting yes. out. And these are the guys. I agree with that. These are the two guys I'm thinking about right off the top of my head. This is what I'm saying. I do it all the time. I can't. I have no filter with <laughs> this thing in my mouth, and and I don't. I I say stuff, and then afterwards, I'm like, I definitely don't believe anything <laughs> I just said. So, it it happens. I think I think it's overreacting now. Now the fact that it's happened multiple times now, and he's like on almost on like a podcast tour or something, just continuing to throw shade. It seems like throw shade at LeBron. Read between the lines. We've talked about this. Uh, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's the thing. That's I think that's what you're getting at. Is I can't stand when people do that, and they they read between the lines. They they search. They seek out some like deeper meaning than what's really there like most likely Kevin Durant did not mean any he was probably not thinking about LeBron at all when he said that but a lot of people are going to say wait a minute so every a lot of people are already putting they've LeBron already, right there, there. Yeah. right probably past a lot of people put him past he's, Kobe he's past Kobe let's be honest come on it's, I don't I don't know for me I they're pretty they're pretty close to me He's not. He's not there for. He's not there to MJ for me. Just because I just have. I'm just. It's just not going to happen for me. But LeBron for everybody has to be one of the all-time greats, a top three, a top five, whatever you got. Player, and he didn't and mention. KD doesn't mention. Who does he mention with him? Kyrie, Kyrie. who split from LeBron, exactly. like you said before. Exactly. So that's interesting in a couple ways. In that way, that you know, kind of piggybacks on what he talked about how it's tough to play with LeBron. Although, of all the superstars that are big scores, LeBron's probably the easiest one because he's also a very willing passer and a very good passer. And he's the, the he is a teacher of the like. I feel like if you're a young guy, they say that it can hurt you playing with LeBron sometimes. 
that guy is is basketball smart as anyone I've ever seen in my life. He yes. is a coach on the I mean, he literally coached his last two teams. He coached Miami when he was there, and he coached Cleveland through the three coaches that he had in Cleveland. I don't want to take anything away from Eric Spolster I don't, because he's a really he's good, doing really well. And still, Teron Lou is probably I, fine, but you know it was either way. He coached those teams. He brought those guys in because he knew what he could do with them. There, he could take over the team and direct it the way he wants to direct it. Mm-hmm. LeBron is up there. He's right there with those guys. KD left him out on purpose. I know purpose. you think that. <laughs> KD left him out on purpose. Oh, here he we did go. it on purpose. Okay. Okay. Especially um, bringing up Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> so and and that's that was the other thing. So one thing is you you talk about LeBron and you could you could, you know, try to make something out of probably nothing. But the other thing is okay, so Durant, a lot of talk about him going somewhere else after this year. Kyrie's a free agent after this year. Yeah. If they're such good friends and Durant is such a big fan of Kyrie and his game, I mean, right now it seems like Kyrie. It seems like KD's trying to suck up to Kyrie to try to try to join join forces in like New York or something. Could so, you imagine so those ex- two in New York? So that's exactly what I was Persin- thinking with Porzingis there. Yeah, with the unicorn. I mean, that's your that's your big three right there. Um, and yeah, that's, that's re- that would be ridiculous. That, I kind of would feel bad for Knicks, Porzingis, but. I mean, at that point in time, that could be a that would be a fun three guys to watch. You would have to try to make it the work best handles in the guys. game right now. The best handles in the game in in Kyrie and, and and I know Steph's right there with his handles, and everybody loves watching it. But dude, Kyrie Irving's handles, I got to put them in just a hair above where Steph's at. If you saw Kyrie Irving tonight in the overtime game against Washington. The shots that he made at the end of oh, that it's game. Oh, unbelievable! Oh my goodness! He did it with it, it when. Everybody watched him in Cleveland when he was with LeBron. And when they won that title, that was that was Kyrie. Kyrie Kyrie was a big part of the reason that Cleveland won oh, a championship. Sure. Obviously, he for hit the sure. three uh in game six. Mm-hmm. But this kid is the the shots he made, the circus shots, and they're they're not <laughs> you can't call him bad shots because he makes them all the time. I mean you can call him bad shots, but it's like Steph. But he these does. guys yeah. put these things up, but they have such control of their body and the ball at all times. It's insane, and they practice it constantly. Yes, standing on top of two balls and dribbling, which right. I still don't understand what that does. Did you see the the Kyrie where he like this guy can? Yeah, the lean, the Michael he can Jackson, do the Michael lean Jackson thing. lean. There was almost some, be sideways. There was some. There's no some way, dude. Trick. He's got he's got mad abs, dude. It's there's, all abs. There's no way. That's not abs. Your ankles, your your the nah. the whole top of your body, all yeah. the weight this can't dude, be held up magic. by your He's ankles magic. like that. Uncle Drew, little Uncle Drew magic. All right. That's what it was. You and KD on the Kyrie magic bandwagon. No way, man. I'm a LeBron. I'm LeBron all the way. KD can I go. I can't are. stand KD. Get off your burner accounts. <laughs> Get off Twitter. Stop going on all these stupid podcasts and running your mouth. Go play basketball. No, please keep doing that. Yeah, because like, you like I it. Like talking yeah, about forget it. that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> the next thing. Okay. So all the guys that we just talked about play on very, very good teams. Yeah. Let's talk about one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Chicago Bulls. I think statistically this the is, second this is worst fun. team. I'm very interested in talking about this because this is a big three thing for us real quick because this team is terrible. There's no reason to talk about the Bulls. But something, <laughs> they fired Fred Hoiberg. Hoiberg. 
Fred Hoiberg, the mayor at Iowa State or wherever he was at before that, <laughs> they fire him and they 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 hire his assistant coach and they take off the interim tag right off the bat and they're like he is our coach, and this team go ahead this team can't stand him. <laughs> so Jim Boylan took over uh, December third is when when. Uh, when uh, Fred Hoiberg, who you just mm. said his name 50 times and I forgot it, it like 10 seconds later, <laughs> um, <laughs> he got fired December 3rd. Jim Boylan took over. Jim Boylan. So what's the what's the big thing when when a coach takes over any program on any level that has had had a lot of losing going on? The big the buzzword is always culture, right? Oh, they yeah. need a culture change. Yep. That's that's now it, it's a, it's cliche. But it's also true, and it is true in this situation too. All right, so they've been losing for a while now. The Bulls have been bad for a long time. Well, for since they kind of broke up the whole the Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah. Right, that, it's you been know. since Rose since 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 Rose became so on his it's own. It's been a while. It's been five six years or something since the Bulls were good. Now, this team is is maybe all time bad, but. Jim Boylan took over, and he wanted to do a complete 180, all right? Now, <laughs> uh, uh, Hoiberg was fired uh, for what was said to be a lack of energy, passion, um, enthusiasm, so- stuff like that. They sucked. The team sucked. It was, you're right, and they, two of their best players have been out, actually, that haven't even played yet. Markinen's finally just, back. Markinen's finally just now back, yes. Uh, Chris Dunn's been out. Um but either way, they weren't a good team. So he said, complete 180. We got to change everything here. Jim Boylan, three of the first four days he was their head coach, two and a half hour practices, all right, which is which is not normal anymore in the NBA. Right. There are certain coaches that used to do that, Pat Riley hey, and certain guys. It is what it is. That, when you suck, you need to practice more. He had, yeah, very, very long practices Extra wind sprints, military style push ups, a lot of conditioning stuff that were, you know, unorthodox nowadays. Sure. And the players started getting very. They came out and said they were done. They were trying basically to schedule a mutiny against this dude and walk out. So they, yeah, they. Let me me just tell you something. Go. Play better. (laughs) Play better. You don't want to do all this crap? Play better. It's a lot easier said than done because not everybody's going to win all the time. But, and you have, when your roster is set up the way it's set up, I mean, they have some young talent, but it's young and it's raw and it's not ready to win. They're not ready to win yet. That's, that's fine, but they, they don't look, they don't look they don't like play they defense, play together right. at all. So, yeah, get them out there. Get them, you know what? This might be what he wanted, not what he wanted to do, but get them all pissed off. Get them together in something. Get them together and wanting to leave or whatever. Maybe they finally start playing as a team a little bit better. Well, try, uh, trying not to skip too far ahead. Sorry. But ultimately, no. I'm I'm saying I'm not I'm not trying to skip too far ahead. But ultimately, um, Zach Levine, you know, probably their best player at this point, um, did say, "Look, good, bad, or ugly, this was probably good for us." Yeah. And after after being, I think you know, so probably real quick, one of that the tells that, you how good how or how bad. This team is that Zach Levine's the best player in the team. Don't get me wrong, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's a he's a three, four, five. This dude could come off the bench on a, on a lot of low playoff teams. He'd be coming off the bench. Probably. But he's he's a good player. Mm-hmm. 
but he shouldn't be the best player on your team. And Markkinen no. probably is the best player on Markkinen, their team, and he's back. But Wendell Carter Jr. They've got some guys that, but the, like we said, they're they're young. They're gonna. It's gonna take some time. Right. Now you can't you can't run an entire. That's the thing. You can't run a whole season that way. You can't because you're gonna run guys into the ground he, and they're gonna be done. He wanted to set, like you said, set a set a tone. Yes. Get this thing going. And that's what he did. And He's an sounds, old cat going old school. Right. And, and and it sounds like he did that for about a week, about seven to ten days or whatever is how long he's been at the helm now. Um, and, well, about nine days, I guess. And maybe it worked. We'll see if it, if it kind of, more than anything, probably just got their attention. Right. right. Look, right. look, we've got to do, we've got to change things drastically and we've got to do it right now if we want to start winning games. And but it did get ugly. It got really ugly. They were literally going to walk out. They had a group text. The players had a group text to boycott the next day, the sun, Sunday's last Sunday's practice. Um, and they they almost got it together. And there were a couple voices of reason. I think uh, Robin Lopez is one of the few veterans on that team. Right. And he said, "Look, that's just going to look really unprofessional. I know we're all unhappy, but." We can't do that. It's just gonna look. It's gonna make us look even worse than what's going on. Which here. is difficult to look worse than they do, but it would have made them right. worse I'm than glad, they are now. Right. I'm glad there were some guys that had their heads on, you know, straight enough to say, "Wait a minute, let's think about this." It's you know, now, what's this gonna do? This is just gonna make everything worse. So here's what's gonna happen: This team's gonna get healthy, and they're gonna win. I don't know, whatever, five out of their next. 15 games and they're going to double their win it's total. It's going to get. Yeah. And they're going to double their win total. And, and, and this dude's going to come out and be like, see, I told you, uh, this is going to, you know, this is what's helping the team. Nah, man, this, I think your Jim, team's, your team's not healthy. They're not talented. That's why this team sucks. And I think he knows that. I don't think he expects them to turn around and start being a contending team right now or anything, but he did. And it sounds like it's, he's kind of changed it a little bit. That, that practice that they were going to boycott instead they all showed up 15 minutes late. It was supposed to be at noon. They they all showed up at 12:15, and then instead of uh, instead of a long two and a half hour practice, it ended up being a players, coaches, and management meeting session. So they Air had your meetings. Dirty laundry. Everybody get out. They, say what you right. got to say about practice. You practice. You you run us too much. We we work too hard. I, they had right. They had they had and you, we can get into a whole discussion about the old school, new school mentality and. All the different things. Baby the these gen- kids. You got to baby these the kids. Generation nowadays, gap stuff, right? Um, but but without getting off on a on a what a Tangent. could be a really long conversation about that. Um, they did so they did almost boycott and that, that ended up being like a shoot around and meetings basically to kind of set things straight and say okay let's take a look at what we're doing here. You're working us way too hard because you, you that really is. I mean you can't. It's such a grind. He he also they had a three out of four they had a three games in four days which they've changed the schedule to avoid as many of those as possible but right. they did have three games in four days so their one game was was after a back-to-back before that third game and he had a long practice in on that day which is very which isn't done anymore um he had immediately after a loss to the uh to the pacers he had a film session he had an immediate film session right then, right after the game. Why not? It, Let's change it. Change. I understand changing the culture. Go ahead. It's, it's it, not right. something that would last for a whole season, but go ahead. Set your mark. Set the tone. And, Set and, the tone. Listen, we, I, this is unacceptable, and if we're going to continue to play like this, this is what's going to happen. 
you don't have to win. We just need to play better. Yeah. Like I said, just play better. Much easier said than done. But yes, they. The other thing that they that the players did try to do is reach out to the players' union, the NBA Players Association, and. Um, find out if he was breaking any rules. Out, yeah. He might have been. He I, wasn't. He wasn't. There he wasn't. You go. They Good. said he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Push it up there, buddy. Right. Push it up. Actually, keep it going. It sounds. It, it sounds like it was probably We're a talking good, about practice. <laughs> yeah, it was a good idea. Thanks, AI. It it was a good idea to do something to really get their attention. As long as that he levels it off. And look, I think that's still a good thing. Once in a while, you go on a on a ten game losing streak or something. Guess what? Instead of getting your off day tomorrow, we're practicing. Yeah, all right? exactly. I, you're not going to exactly. like it. We're practicing. We need it, obviously. You can't do it every day. But like we said, set a time. you got to right. make something happen. Big three, number three. Let's, get, let's, let's, let's finish this NBA up. What do we got? What's our third of the big three in the NBA? We mentioned it uh, at the beginning of the podcast. What I know um, you're expecting the Los Angeles Lakers to be in the finals wrong, and I am uh, expecting the. I'm not expecting the Lakers to be in the finals. I know the Lakers you're expecting will be in them the to win the finals. Yes. <laughs> well, I am not. I'm expecting the Golden State Warriors. I'm to expecting be in the finals them to, in the West. to make it to the finals. Uh, Toronto's going to give them a run for their money. So to run, uh, and and right now it looks because they have the best record in the NBA. It looks like Toronto is going to come out of the east although we talk about milwaukee you talk about philadelphia before we get into that because milwaukee's really good and i'm i like watching this milwaukee team play Giannis is this kid is just becoming better and better and better and milwaukee's really good nobody wants to talk about milwaukee basketball Kawhi leonard there was a lot of people who were saying that he was a system guy and you know being in there with pop he became a system guy this dude went out and he is proving I sit out a year, it doesn't matter. I'm showing he is proving that he can lead a team with or without Pop, obviously. And he is becoming putting himself into the the he's been there, I guess, for the last two years. Mm-hmm. But he he's the MVP of the league to me right now. I totally agree. And I shortly before I came over here for this podcast, I saw a a prominent NBA writer. His top five, his like MVP ladder right now, his kind of power rankings for the MVP. Yeah. Number five, Kawhi Leonard. Number five. That's insane. I'm I don't like, know how what? he's that how he can be that low. They're they're currently up fifty three thirty seven. Thanks, yes. Joe Leonard, for the update yeah. on the game. He's got it right there. So uh yeah, I mean this is this ter- I'm, I by the way, they're tough. They're up they were really good last year. They were really good they were really good the last couple of years. They were the number one seed in the East. Um, last year, and yeah, they got that, rid of their best. Just they LeBron got rid of their best player, him. brought in a new best player. LeBron and had they're three even teams better. Yeah, and they're even better than they were last the last couple years. Um, so they're by the way they they're fired up, the coach of the year. They fired the literally fired they fired the coach, the coach of the year. Of the year. <laughs> hired a new guy, a very interesting guy, Nick Nurse. Um, literally fired the coach of the year. Sorry. Anyway, continue. By the way, what's what's encouraging about Toronto is. They're beating the Golden State Warriors by 16 points right now. Kawhi Leonard's not playing in this game. He hurt his hip the other night, and he's not playing in this game. Um, so, but they have their supporting cast is actually very good. A lot of guys that still a lot of people don't know about Siakam and, and Fred VanVleet, and uh, you know a few other guys that that you don't you hear about, but you're like hmm, Fred VanVleet, okay. probably my favorite name in in, in, in the NBA. Yeah, Fred VanVleet. Yeah. 
Yep, great college player, and he's he's been, so difficult to say. He's been excellent Fred off Vliet. the Fred Van Vliet. Say that thing ten times fast. Just Fred give Van it a Vliet. go. Fred Van Vliet. 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 How many I, times? Ten. Was that? No, that was like twelve right. or thirteen. Congratulations. I kind of messed up a little bit. You but. ran right through that. <laughs> made me look a little goofy. Good no, work. Never mind. <laughs> I um, take it back. <laughs> no. Anyway, they they have a, they have a great bench again this year. And they've got some guys. <clears throat> they've got some other guys that have stepped up. Kyle Lowry's played well. He usually does, and then kind of folds in the playoffs. Yeah. But he's played well. He's played even a little bit better than he has in the past. Um, so anyway, they've got uh, they've got a great thing going right now. Uh, Milwaukee, by the way, lost to the Pacers tonight. The Pacers looks like for the second year in a row are a team that this Miles you Turner can't kid figure out how in the world they're so good. I don't I don't know, but <laughs> Miles. So I got Miles Turner on my fantasy team, which you're going to be able to name whatever you want because I can't pick an NFL game, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, this Miles Turner kid, he he is playing his rear end off. He he is fun to watch. This that Pacers team is doing what they've done for the last six years. They bring together. They play so well together. They get a they get a core guys, seven guys, and they 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 rotate in and out consistently. And they are they just play hard and they they can match up with just about anybody. They play defense. Mm-hmm. They have a, they have some guys that can put the ball in the basket. It's, it's but not a lot of household names. Victor Oladipo is their best player, and he, I think, was an all-star last year. Yes, he was. But, um, and turned it on. I mean, he made a name for himself in the playoffs last year. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and But you have guys, DeMontis Savonis, Bojan Bogdanovic is, has been awesome, Miles Turner, uh, Thaddeus Young, um these, you're, you're, you're naming names nobody's ever heard of. Right, and, and that's but they're all they just play very well together. They're tough. They play defense, like you said. It, it's it's just they just do what they they need to do to win. And I maybe Nate McMillan doesn't get enough credit for the coaching job that he's done I don't in the know, last maybe. two years. But I, I thought they were done when Lance Stevenson left. They're <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is exactly what we said we weren't going to do with the NBA. We were going to keep it as the big three and only talk about the big three topics and not get into but the I, minute. But I love this stuff. Though. I do too. I'd rather talk about this kind of stuff anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter if right. you're listening. You're listening. If you've turned us off, then we're still going to talk about it because it's not about who's listening. It's about what we want to talk about. And listen, speaking of that, I know it's the off season right now, but. I get so excited for the baseball winter meetings every year. Oh, we talked about I this really last do. week. The winter I, meetings are one of my favorite times. All right, of we'll, the go, year. we'll go real fast because we're we at, at plenty, about an hour. Now. We're at an hour. We've been going an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes here lately. That's fine. Don't All worry right, about so it. we got at least another half hour. Then. There Good. you go. All right, <laughs> no. Um, so I, I I got to maybe the coolest experience of my entire life, sports wise, was going attending the winter meetings. When it was in, um, it was in uh, Tennessee, in the most famous city in Tennessee that everybody Nashville. Nashville thank you. You're welcome. I, I don't know why I kept thinking about Knoxville or hey, why not Knoxville is famous. I don't know if it's as famous as Nashville. I've been to but... Nashville a couple of times, and uh, and it's it's a fun place and everything. It was in Nashville. I don't uh, see you having a ton of ago. fun in Nashville. Well, we spent a weekend together there. Um, actually, like a few weeks, I think after I went to the winter meetings that year for yeah, a bachelor party, we did, and it was fun. I I did have fun. I don't there. remember most of that. I don't know. <laughs> 
I'll tell you all about it. Um, everyone called me Rogers the oh, yeah. entire weekend. That's all that happened. That's all that so happened were, the whole weekend. Uh, because Van- we went to the Vanderbilt game. We did go to the Vanderbilt, Florida, Vanderbilt game. Florida game. And Vanderbilt's quarterback was Aaron Rodgers' little brother. And I'm going to tell you right now, everybody always says he looks like Aaron Rodgers. Adam looks exactly like Aaron Rodgers' little brother. I mean, it's it's insane. So who they, I recently found out was like the Bachelor or something at at one point. Maybe dude, you could be the Bachelor one hundred percent. No, no, you're stuffy looking I, dude, man. I, good no, looking, good I'm looking just man. saying, I had no idea, and apparently he beautifully was groomed beard. And I feel, uh, and then I heard that, um, like good head th- of lettuce on you through that show. <laughs> I have an all right head of lettuce, yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> The uh, through that show, I heard like that Aaron Rodgers came out as like a really horrible guy, and he like disowned his family for no reason. So anyway, um, that's not well, it had at all. That. that had to do with his girlfriend. <laughs> Forget about that. That's a, anyway. It's a whole other story. Anyway, the continue. baseball winter baseball meetings. winter meetings. Good segue. Um, so, 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 so you got to go, which was awesome. You got to awesome. to meet Bruce Bochy. I met Bruce Bochy at this expo. I w- I it was just like. Uh, like three days of rubbing elbows with all of like the all-time greats, all the managers, general managers, and they're owners. just walking around. They're every just day. walking around. We we shared the same space, and it was all the all the big broad, you know, the the baseball broadcasters and writers, sure. Buster Olney and Tim Kirkjian and and all those guys. I'm I'm sharing elevators and escalators with those guys, and I'm and good I'm work standing on there. good work on Buster Olney because. That dude's name is Goofy. I feel like his name should be Only. Like Buster Only. Doesn't that sound right? Uh, but it's uh, Only. It's Only? I don't know. I, I feel like they flipped the L and the N around. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I got to, I got to see Buster Only and, and Tim Kirchland and um, all kinds of guys. But uh, it, that was just a really cool experience. But I love all the rumors that come out. And I normally don't like this stuff that like is all like – smoke and no fire but but i i still get excited about it you know like it's just fun to follow because it's it's so rampant for for three or four days while all these all these baseball people are in the same place because that's where a lot of the offseason moves do get done sure because they're sitting in front of each other talking to each other right right right. and and it's just fun because it's so active in the middle of you know uh, the dead of winter you know in the middle of the, the off thing, season. The baseball. thing I can't stand about the winter meetings is all these people coming out and throwing these crazy rumors out, like Noah Syndergaard being talked about going to the Yankees, which could happen, sure. But it's there's so many just crazy. There, there's so many, so many of these that come out throughout this next week mm-hmm. and dissipate into nothing, sure, because they don't end up happening. I don't. I don't want to hear about. I don't, I'm done with silly rumors. I want. I want the real deal. Real deal move. We're Reds fans. We're Cincinnati podcast. Tanner Rourke. Tanner Rourke. To the Reds yes. for Tanner Rainey. Somebody. Rainey. Tanner Rainey. Yes. Um, I was really excited about that. Um, I, I I thought a little more of Rourke than, than I – after that I read – you know he's really been kind of an average pitcher. He's one hundred percent an average pitcher. That's why the Reds picked him up. We only they, pick up average, <laughs> but an upgrade for the Reds right now. Sure, right? average so, would be upgrade for the Reds. Yes, and really his career numbers are pretty good. He's sixty four and fifty four with like a three fifty something ERA. Yeah, in his career, which is actually very good for for a whole career. It's he's been around six years or whatever, but um, 
he he is going to be another guy that's just a better option than Homer Bailey and whoever here's, the here's fifth the guy was going to be. Instead of talking about an average player, let's talk about Homer Bailey. Let's talk about he's in, a, he's in he one of these trade rumors a, that you hate, multiple that you hate. I can't. But you're Dan getting trade excited rumors. about it because the, the idea, second, oh, the idea of, of Homer Bailey leaving the Reds makes me giddy inside. I I feel like I'm on P, I'm in Peter Pan. I got uh, happy thoughts and I can fly. So part of this rumor, it's 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 the rumor is with the Dodgers. The Reds and Dodgers are talking about a trade that would involve Bailey and alt- essentially would his twenty eight million dollars that the Reds still owe him basically. The Dodgers would take that on, but would kind of be like, kind of be like uh, a, an option to buy prospects. You know, like that's their. We're going to take that on, but you got to give us like all these prospects and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but it would be the one that I heard specifically was a possibility of Tucker Barnhart, which I hate. I hate to see him. I lose, hate uh, to see him go. I can see if they still had thought they were in that Real Mutu which deal. Why would they be? I they, I don't. It doesn't make any sense because sense. because you have Tucker Barnhart, who honestly is maybe not comparable offensively, but if you add his offense and defense together, I take has, Tucker and Barnhart. He hit the ball really well last year. He, he hit did. the ball great, and he's a Gold Glove catcher. He's a Gold Glove so, catcher, which is the most important. The thing most in that position. important position to be a Gold Glover at. Is that catch? Thank which you. is is center field is important, but it who cares? Billy Hamilton. Uh, We're gonna get into that right away. Let, I, I know Go, that I'm really, skipping through. Sorry. Really, Go through this really trade quick, rumor. Really quick is the other thing is so part of this trade they're talking about Yasiel Puig coming to the yes. Reds. Puig, lick your bat. I love Why, lick your bat, Puig. I I am not interested in Yasiel Puig at all whatsoever. I have no use for him. Yes, he can be a good. He can hit home runs, especially in Great American Ballpark. He can be, you know, he might end up being a fan favorite or whatever, but he has a lot of baggage too, you know, in his past. He's a, he's I'm, a. I'm not a fan of bringing Puig onto this team. I'm not. At and all. I don't think it makes any sense. I think your your focus has to be on pitching and almost only pitching right now. You know, you might acquire some other guys like in a trade like this, and that's the only that's the only thing that I'm good with this trade about is because they're also talking about um, a left hander. Uh, from the Dodgers, uh, what's his name? Did you write I, it down? That I wrote down, yes. In your Bible? Um, yeah, but I wrote like three pages of notes today. So <laughs> <laughs> so I got to find it, and it is um, it's Alex Wood. Alex Why Wood. Would I okay. not Honestly, about? Alex Wood is would be a great starter. I would love great, to have Alex Wood. I that kid pitched that. great last year. He was their number three starter on there uh, and, and pitched well in the playoffs. That that would be that's the acquisition that the Reds need to make. Yes, that's what makes this team. Listen, the Reds aren't going to be a playoff team next year. We know that. We thought before the season last year, we thought in two years possibly we had an option. Now we know next year is yes. not an option to get in there. We have the offense to do it. We have no idea who our starting five is. We have no idea who they are. So we that have an is idea about a couple of them. okay. We but, got an idea about like a Luis Castilla and a couple other guys, but out. Having Alex Wood in there is that veteran who you know you're going to throw out there every five days, and he's going to go six to seven innings, five well six innings, average, and 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 keep you in a game. Yep. You don't have that with any starter that you have right now. Literally, none of them you have the confidence in to do that every time they go out. Right. Yep. He would. Yeah. He would be. He would be the best starter at least on paper right away. 
you know, Di Sclafani has that potential. Luis Castillo has that potential. Um, you know, it, you you still have your Tyler Malleys that that were really good at times and then kind of you know were really bad too. Um, you still have the possibility of Amir Garrett and Michael Lorenzen still wants to be a starter. One of those guys panning out maybe. Um, but yes, Alex Wood would be your top guy if you can get Roark and Wood. In, in a week, within a week, or within a couple of days of each other, then, then this you team, really I'm not saying you're your, going to be a playoff team, right. but you're not going to be a bottom of the barrel team anymore. It's, you you you'll yeah. be I'm not maybe uh, still because I hate look, to say fighting the, for a wild card, but you'll be in the talk not. longer. Yeah, you'll be yeah. there longer, sure, or closer to sure. It. You'll 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 beat more. Hopefully, you'll beat more teams that you should beat. Now, the National League Central is actually a very good. A very oh good. My gosh, yeah. I mean, Milwaukee won more division. games than any any team in the National League last year, and the Cubs are the Cubs. They just won a cha- they just won a World Series two years ago. So the Cardinals yeah. just got Paul Goldschmidt. Guess what? Ugh, that's the Pirates are actually sick. pretty good. They they <laughs> they keep picking up. They pick up somebody. They just got Chris Archer at the end of last year or whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, this is a really good division. So it's going to be tough to compete for a while, but. You have to make so moves. Can I, so can I tell you thing. one thing? A, a big move they made that's going to help this team. That before yeah, I get too excited, ahead. here's what I want to do. Billy Hamilton. We we've had this discussion. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, Adam Adam was a big Billy Hamilton uh, apologist and loved his defense, and his defense made him unbelievable. And the guy couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag, but. So, you know, if you can't score runs, who cares if you can run around the bases fast because you can't get on base. Anyway, besides the point, the Reds had an opportunity this time last year in the winter meetings. It was said they were, they were in talks with multiple teams about Billy Hamilton, trading Billy Hamilton. They had an opportunity to get something for Billy Hamilton. And ownership, that this is, this is what needs to change in the Reds organization. Ownership wouldn't sign off on it. And in, in, until the ownership of the Reds decides that they're not fans and they're trying to win and make real business moves, they could have got something for Billy Hamilton when they knew he couldn't hit before and they know he still can't. Now he leaves, goes somewhere else. Nobody wanted to trade for him this year. Nobody wanted him. So he's gone. He's, he's in Kansas City. He'll mm-hmm. come off the bench. He'll be a defensive uh, replacement um, like who's out there, Kane or whoever's in center out there? He'll be a he'll be a defensive replacement at the end of games. Try to steal he'll or uh, uh, he'll he'll a pinch runner and stay in for defense, something like that. Mm-hmm. You could have got something for him. That is why this organization is never going to be where they need to be until ownership lets lets the the front office do what they need to do. Sign off. Let them be the guys that make the decisions. We could have got, even if it was not a bag of balls, it's something we could have got for him. I get so excited and irritated. Bob Castellini and the Castellini family, you know, who own the team, they have put the Reds in a be- in a better position than they were for years as far as ownership because they opened their wallets more so than anybody had before, sure. especially March shot and especially with and especially with the stadium. Their their ball, Great American Ballpark, mm-hmm. they put a ton of money into there. It is a beautiful place to go to a game, and they you continue don't even to have, do it every year. They do, and I love that about them. Don't get me wrong; that's what I want them to focus on. But they do. You hire a general manager and all these front office guys to do a job. Get out of their way. 
when when yeah when your focus is on uh, we want to keep Billy Hamilton because he's a lot of fans favorite and we have it's to ridiculous. we have to bring people to the ballpark people want to see Billy Hamilton play um so it didn't work this year it didn't work this year it did not didn't work um, and but, i agree with you i i you know i I still, I still, I know our ideas about his value. We could talk about this quite and a bit go in circles for but hours. We he's won't. gone now. He is. He's gone. I, you know, there is going to be a hole defensively, big time in center field for sure. Um, we have no idea who's going to take that spot right now. They have talked about. Look, if Puig comes, he might end up being the center fielder. Um, they, they, they talked to the Braves about Ender Enciarte, who I would love. I would get over Billy Hamilton quickly if he because I bet, I bet because you would. Billy Hamilton was a I'd goal. get over Billy Hamilton quickly if we hired anybody that could potentially start on half the teams. In not anybody for me. Not anybody for me. It would have to be NCRT or somebody really pretty elite like that because he's a he's definitely a much better hitter than Billy Hamilton. Um, he may not be quite the same on the base path as Billy Hamilton, and I still do think that counts for something. But you got to get Billy, on the bases to be able to, to make I'm it worth so, your while. I'm, I'm so tired. I love you. I'm so tired of, of hearing that, not from you, from everybody, that argument, because it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you're, uh, we already yeah, had this conversation. We, have, okay. we already have this right, conversation. Let's, let's skip past. Billy Hamilton was a Gold Glove center fielder for the last three years. The only reason he didn't win it was because Ender Enciarte won it all three years of the sure. last three years. And in, in, um, he was in Arizona, and then he went to um, Atlanta. But So if they got him, who is a gold-glove center fielder and can hit the ball, I'm totally good with getting rid of Billy Hamilton. Of course. Um, I agree with you, though. They had an opportunity before to get something for him. They didn't do it. They've done that several times with other players yes, too. Yes, it happens. It, it drives a lot. me crazy. It's that is a you. If you're not focused three years from now, and you're focused on ticket sales next year, and you're holding up your front office from three years from now, making moves to to be a better baseball team, then you're not doing your job. Rysel Iglesias. Rice yes. Iglesias is another example. Exa- you're exactly the right. The entire season will, last year, I'm- he should have been gone. Be, the the day of the of the you, you had the biggest potential of making getting something for him on the at the trade deadline yes. last year than anywhere else. And what happened? No, we are keeping. What did they do? They re-signed him. They re-signed, they re-signed him for a ton, for, for not a ton of money, but for 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 a bunch of money that they could have used somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Instead, they could have got something for him, a really good pitching prospect or something yep. for him. Kept that money, put that towards another starting Thro- pitcher. Now it just seems so easy. I don't understand it. Thrown that money at a Dallas Keuchel or you know one of the one of the top free agent pitchers this year. We or, might just turn this into a baseball uh, podcast for the next couple weeks because I could do this for a while. I could I could get ex- I, I could get irritated about the Reds for a long time. <laughs> well, I I either way. I'm excited that they at least made a move and and look all the you know everybody there at the winter meetings has been has been talking about what they've been talking about all all off season long the Reds are really 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 active right now especially you know they have they've had that intention all winter and at these meetings they are you know living up to that because um, they're in a lot of people's ears, and that's where that's where those reports that don't end up coming true. But that's where all those reports, because those guys are constantly talking. Like you know, I see you 
you know, I, you're sitting in the I we walk in the bathroom together and we both go in a stall next to each other, which I would never do. But have a conversation while you're pooping. Con- hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, Chris, um, I like what you're doing out there in uh, in Oakland. Um, I really like Jed Lowry. What do you think? Uh, what do you think if I throw uh, Rice Iglesias and Scooter Jeanette at you uh, for uh, Jed Lowry? How and, great uh, would it be to be in the stall in between that? <laughs> It would be terrible. I, I couldn't do any sort of business unless I'm just going in there to take, I would, a, num- to I would take a number wait, one. I would wait until after each one finished their sentence and try to fart as loud as I could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let the but next you guy couldn't talk. because something would come out because obviously but you're you sitting can't, on a John, so go fart. ahead and let it go. Who cares? Way better than in your car like I did earlier. Monday. <laughs> you're right. Way better. Um, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, I crapped my pants while I was driving. <laughs> Make sure you listen to the first 10 minutes 20 or minutes. 20 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I crapped my pants while I was driving. <laughs> really fun. And I cut my own toes on my toenails, yes. which doesn't even come close to comparing to your story. So I feel bad for, about that. for trumping it. <laughs> no, it was uh design. That was impressive. So anyway, I, I, that's, that's what I feel about the winter meetings. That's what I feel about Billy Hamilton. That's what I feel about the Reds front office. And I hope, I hope at some point this this team I, – I, I would hate to be the general manager for the Reds because it's got to be difficult to do your job. I mean, Walt Jockety all but said it. It was hard to do his job with the ownership that would hold him back. I feel like it. it's probably not as bad as – I mean – As where? Because how many times? I mean, as what in 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 Dallas and uh, in football? I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's Bob Castellini is. He's not bad. He's not a right. bad guy. He's not no, a bad guy. I love I don't think he, but him I don't, as an owner. But I just I want the ownership to get out. But I don't the, think he's dipping too deep into it. Something like that. Yes. If he if he said nope, we we have to we have to keep Billy Hamilton next year to sell tickets. Then yes, bad move. But I don't feel like that's happening all the time. Like, what? How? If it happens once, that's too many. <laughs> okay, and, and yeah, that was a bad. Right, and it's happened at bad. least twice because Iglesias could have got traded at the end of the year last year. Now, yeah, I, but that, I say that, but that wasn't and we may not have, that may ownership. not have been ownership. That could have right. just been that 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 front office really didn't feel like they were getting enough form. I I I'm I'm fine with that. Then why give him all this money now? Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't on board with that. Unless you, unless it's like a sign and trade kind of thing, which I don't know that they really do that much in baseball. But um, if you sign, I mean, maybe they could still, I mean, they could still, they could still trade him in the next few days or any time this offseason. Who's going to really want him play. now? Well, I mean, anybody that needs a closer. I mean, and you can't afford Craig, Craig Kimbrell, who's a free agent. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know why anybody would spend big money on a closer. But if you're a, if you're a Red Sox, Yankees, and you have basically everything but a closer but a reliable but closer then fine right they do both do but i'm that's what i'm saying if you're a team like that where you have p- pretty much everything except a reliable end of the game guy that gets those outs then okay maybe you pay and you're a, and you're a chicago la new york team that has all that money to to spend on something like that okay totally fine pay craig kimbrell pay whoever you want Pay Lee Smith, Hall of Famer Lee Smith. Um, <laughs> uh, pay, pay whoever. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. We're almost at an hour and a half. Anyway, okay, so so we'll shut it down here. But anyway, 
I'm really excited still. The winter meetings, I think they go on maybe like just another day or something. I want to say maybe tomorrow's last day, but um, I'm I'm I get so excited even about the room. I normally don't like the rumors, and if it's not true, don't bother me with it. But it, during the winter meetings, there's just something about it is, just it all brings the baseball back for a week. It does. It it's brings just it back. so exciting. There have been a bunch of signings and trades already and stuff, and unfortunately, Paul Goldschmidt was one of them that went to the Cardinals, but. Uh, still, it's it's just fun. I don't know. Yeah. It's just fun to hear about, especially when it comes to the Reds. Like you're like, oh man, they're gonna make a move. Like, and this year seems like the because they haven't in the last couple of years. Right. So it's nice to see that they are into making a move. Yep. They've already made one. Let's make some more. Yep. All I right. think they're going to. I, I think, think they will to. too. I think they will too. All right. So we're the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Uh, if you are uh, friends with us on Facebook uh, at the Nosebleed Sports Podcast on Facebook, we appreciate it. Uh, get out there. Check us out on YouTube. Um, every Thursday morning, we'll have it uploaded onto YouTube on a cast box, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. Uh, if you listen podcasts on something else, just shoot us a comment on this or somewhere else, and we'll, we'll see what we can do to get it uploaded onto that. Um, subscribe to whatever platform you listen to leave a comment if you've pooped your pants before whether you're driving or you know just just standing there and and trusted a fart too much and it happened to you the same way it happened to me on monday let me know let's band together let's get together and and let's not be embarrassed about dropping a deuce in your drawers chris is looking for a support group i need a support group that's the truth somebody somebody help a brother out help a brother out i don't know all right, good luck, because I don't think anybody's going to admit to that, <laughs> except you. I got no problem with it. <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you listening. Uh, don't forget to turn your headlights on. so funny that that thing <laughs> I walked upstairs and she went did that affect anything <laughs> she's like I've been using it I know it was because that, that I had that in your phone